0: Welcome to the Unknown Gaming Podcast, a podcast where we talk about life, gaming, or tech. It all depends on the week. This week we're going to talk about WWE 2K23 and my thoughts on the game. Let's start with the very basics. It's a yearly uh, release wrestling game, which is okay. And I don't expect much to change from uh, the previous installment, um, such as like the Creation Suite really won't change but we'll get i won't talk much about the creation suite because i believe it's a you know it's a recreation from 22 which okay that i understand not changing um but let's start with like let's go over the modes so there's the play mode which allows you it's basically free play you can pick your match your opponent's and the arena, and if it's a title match, nothing I can say there. Um, it's it does its purpose. It's actually really good. Um, then there is my rise, which works a little differently from from twenty two, if I remember correctly. So there's two separate stories you can do: the lock and I. Don't remember the other one, but it's basically you are a family member of a legend and you're making your main roster debut without going through like NXT and all that stuff. But uh, so far, that's really good. Um, have I am I missing anything? So, the lock you are uh, basically you were scouted by the WWE and signed to a contract, and you made your main roster debut. I have not made it very far into the stories, but the whole purpose of this uh, episode is to just talk about the game uh, and the various things that I actually got to experience. I did focus more on the showcase mode than anything. Um, but I'll talk about the showcase mode here in a little bit. Um, so... I believe with I've also been focusing on like the lock and stuff because that was something that I'm like I'm gonna try that like try both of them at least Um, I did get a little bit of the ways through both of them both of the showcase not the showcase the my rise options and they're written very well I I feel like some of them I don't I don't know My roommates saw me play in some of the My Rise stuff and they made critiques on some of the move names and all that fun stuff and I go, well, it's what they chose. You can't change it. So, just, you know, it's one of those. It was was kind of fun to see them go, why did they name it that? I don't know, you know, but, uh, yeah that's about it like i don't have much to say on the my rise because like i haven't gotten very far and it's very reminiscent of 2k22's my rise mode in terms of you talk to people that either give you a side quest or a side whatever side story or start you on a new story um there isn't much to say like it's very much the same it's it's, uh, A departure from 2K20, which I don't think I ever addressed what the heck that... Uh... That's... What used to be known as my career was. And that was a very chapter-based, story-driven mode. Uh... Now these don't work in chapters anymore. So that was... And that was something that started with 2K22. But if we go into, like... Uh... You know, I, I feel bad because I don't know what I'm going to say. But I just want to get this out there. My buddy, Bob, who has been on this podcast before, used to love wrestling. He played SmackDown vs. Raw. He saw this game and it's, you know, the my, basically the my career. And he goes, I, no, I wouldn't play through that mode very much. Um, however... Uh, I think they both both of my roommates agreed the game looked really well it it looked really good Um, time to backtrack a little bit and talk about the menu the menu I had the I I was like I had like opened the game for the first time like that's a really flashy menu because they got like the videos, video stuff playing in the background like as a part of the menu and I'm like oh boy that, that's kind of flashy, you know, in, in years past with 2K20, all they had was, like, in-game cinematics that showed off, like, various wrestlers and their moves. This showed off the video uh, stuff that they have on the, the video screens at the arena. But I actually had a, a bit of a thought process. Uh, and I think one of the first things I said was, if they can get this running on the Switch, that would be a uh, that would be a feat, because of how much is going on. Two uh, K eighteen kind of had the static or the semi static menus, uh, where if you clicked an option, it would whoosh over or whatever. I don't know how to describe it. Two uh, K nineteen had like a purely white background with various tabs you can tap through. Um. And it's, it's like wow, you know. Just see, just thinking of of the evolution, of like the menu screens in all the, the last several years, it's went above and beyond. But I'd like to see. If they've at least thought about putting it on the Switch, I doubt they've thought about porting it to the Switch due to the uh, response of WWE 2K18 on the Switch. Um, it does not run that well, but it is a wrestling game on the Switch. So, And for the longest time, it was the only wrestling game on the Switch. Now there's AEW, which I have not played or seen. So, but yeah. Going into um, going into the gameplay a little more, it's it is the mechanics are the same as 2K22. Uh, they have not adjusted the controls at all, which took a little bit of getting used to after playing uh, WWE2K18 on the Switch. Yes, no, I don't like the game. Yes, I still play it. But I play certain matches. I will stay away from like multi-man matches just because the performance takes a massive hit. Um, but WWE 2K23 runs smooth. There are no hiccups that I noticed. The only thing that kind of concerned me was when I was trying to go into the the uh, my career or my rise, whatever it's called. Um, it would freeze. Like the, it would, I don't know if that was just because it was trying to load stuff or if it would just soft lock, but it did kind of freeze on me a little bit, which was kind of disappointing. I can try it again and then update you guys later if that is the case. I don't think the game has froze. I think it's just me being impatient, but you know, I can't tell when I can hear music, but the game just stops working like it doesn't crash so that's a good thing but it could you know be something that has been addressed and I just don't know it I don't know if that's an issue that's probably just me being impatient that's what I'll chalk it up as but now let's go into uh, GM mode it works the same there are a couple more managers and shows that you can manage there's uh, let's see. Their rosters are Xavier Woods and Tyler Breeze, Sonia Deville, Adam Pierce, and I believe Eric Bischoff, and your custom a custom character. Uh, so it works the exact same. You can sign legends, free agents. You know you can book your show the way you want. Um, I don't really know what else I can say, like because it's the same as. 2K22, which I haven't done a video on. So, GM mode, it works a lot like GM mode in the old SmackDown vs. Raw games from like 2007, eight nine You know, um, GM mode would go for so long, I think there's multiple seasons, uh, and you put on competing shows. You compete with other people to see who can put on the best shows and they actually have ratings for their uh matches so usually i think it's one star to about two and a half is bad to dull or dud to dull three to i think four and a half is good four and a half to five are instant classic and greatest match of all time um but your segments are compared to that of your rivals, kind of like, you know, if we were to go back to the Monday Night War, that's what it reminded me of, was, like, you would see how one show did compared to the other. So, you know, you would get, let's say you did a a 3.5 in your first match, then you could also see how your rival did or how the other show did based on, you know, the matches they had. And there's a lot that goes into it. I didn't actually look or write down what factors go into the star ratings in that mode. Because sometimes I don't even completely understand it. I still don't understand it. But something that has changed in the more recent WWE 2K games are the uh, how the star ratings work. So the star ratings in 2K20 were based on your moves alone, and your move variation, and the amount of, like, OMG moments you can do. Um, in 2K22, they kind of switched it to both, both or all participants in a match are factored into that star rating. Um... I'm trying to think here, I noticed that in like 2K22 and 23 is both of your, or your um, star ratings are also considered by the moves your opponent does and the amount of shock and awe, basically, the mm-hmm. amount of memorable moments you can have. Um, Again, controls are the same. Combos are the same. I hated... I don't like combo breakers. Speaking of, like, controls... So... In this game, you can... In in WWE 2K22 and 23, you could block and dodge and combo break. Block, dodge, reverse, and combo break. However, combo breakers, for me, are the hardest to hit. I could almost never get a combo breaker right. But, you know, that's also, when I first opened the game, I hadn't touched 2K22 for an extensive period to- period of time, more than an hour, uh, in quite some time. Uh, but the controls worked really well. Um, they work well, it's just me needing to adjust to them. Uh, because I am kind of used to the older playstyle from WWE 12 to 2K19. But with that being said, let's move on to another mode, which is the main selling point of WWE games, for the most part. From 2K14, 2K15, I'm just gonna list off everything that I had to showcase. 2K14, 15, 16, 17 hit DLC, DLC showcase which is fine um 18 did not have one 19 had one I don't think 20 had one 22 had one and 23 had one that is eight games of the 2k series that had a showcase besides like Attitude Era and uh I believe Attitude Era was or WWE 13 was when 2K took over, and then 2K14 was the first game with the 2K branding. Um, so, that was what, like, going into the mode, it's some, something that isn't a staple, but it is something that was featured predominantly throughout the series. And this one focuses on John Cena and it, his biggest opponents, Ron Van Dam, Brock Lesnar, Undertaker, Batista, Randy Orton, I was kind of surprised Bray Wyatt wasn't in there. Kurt Angle, Edge. Uh, I don't think I'm missing any. But it's kind of odd to see, like... The, the order didn't make a lot of sense to me. Okay? So the showcase starts out with RVD. Then it goes to John Cena. Then, or not John Cena. Then it goes to Kurt Angle undertaker Brock Lesnar which is in the reverse order it, it's, it's weird um but it's one of them I don't completely understand it but it is what it is um you know you get you get the gist they're going to go over some of his biggest matches in 20 years and then it, it's funny because I see like I was looking back at some of the some of those, and one of the matches involved was on the Tombstone History of the Undertaker DVD. It was actually on disc three, and that was Undertaker versus John Cena at Vengeance two thousand two. Um, so let's talk about some of the big things with Showcase that I just. I still don't like uh, how they have music instead of commentary, especially since they do have footage, but they don't want to do like um, you know they don't want to redub the the footage, uh, which doesn't make any sense. Well, it probably does make sense, but I I would rather take commentary over music because for the layman fans who are just getting in they should probably try and convey a better story because like i liked that in early showcases you had the commentary it was trying to tell a story yes it wasn't always accurate uh to what was going on on screen because they had certain lines queued up to play when a certain damage percentage was hit. But I always find it weird to just play the match with ordinary background music instead of commentary. I wonder why they they made that decision. Maybe maybe someone can tell me. Um, but uh, Undertaker vs. John Cena, that's actually when I said that. It's weird to watch the match play out with no commentary. And I could point out, I haven't seen the match in about three years, but I pointed out to one of my roommates, I could tell you where we're at in the match based on what's going on. You know, what Cena is doing. And I actually explained to the roommate that, you know, It's weird to see this because I kind of half expected to see the footage pop on screen and then have some form of commentary. And when the cutscenes would play out where you're actually in-game, they were just music. There was no commentary about nothing. There was nothing from, from Cena or anyone. It was just music. And I just was like, this doesn't feel right. Last year, they did have music but they had Ray coming in over the cutscenes to explain what he was what he was thinking what was going on and whatever but one interesting choice that I realized that I actually thought of at the end towards the end of the showcase was every match they have John loses in the end they were telling a story with that showcase and that was you should never give up That that's literally what it was you should never give up you should persevere even though I lost so many times you should be able to persevere which I thought was like an interesting choice but it was also like that is a nice little message to to uh bring to your audience um So yeah, I'm going to now switch gears because I don't want to spoil the ending of the showcase. Because the ending of the showcase is pretty funny. Uh... (laughs) So there... I'm, I'm going to explain it for the new fans. There's a meme that goes around. It was like from the early late 2000s, early 2010s, it's Cena wins, lol. Everyone started calling him Super Cena because he won all the time. Um, and they put that meme of, like, Super Cena into the game, which I saw that and I started laughing. Um, but it's so weird. I... I highly suggest you guys get to the end of the showcase and play it for yourself because oh my lord, that is that is like the funniest thing I've ever seen and (laughs) I I played the, I think it's technically the third to last match which is after all the showcase matches are done, you can I'll, I'll spoil this the, nearing the end of the showcase, you can pick whoever you think John Cena's toughest opponent was and actually play through a match and uh, against John and John squashes you in like 30 seconds not even they pulled an Undertaker at Wrestlemania against Cena which was kind of funny to me, because I actually sat down and I went, oh my god, I don't think you're supposed to win. Um, because then I, then I sit and think about it, and I'm like, wait a minute. And then I go back to the showcase menu. I click next match. And it's, no, for real now. You get to fight Cena for real. However, he's invisible I wish I was kidding. But it's still, like, a super funny thing that you do. And it plays on the meme of... I can't see him. I literally... Like... Because this whole thing is, uh... You can't see me. They made that... The... A literal... Point that you can't see him. The only thing you can see are his arm... Like, you can see his attire. Which... is then I mean, and... Uh... Wristbands. So... That's interesting to me. Is how they managed to do that. Um, I'm not going to spoil the absolute... I'm assuming the absolute last match of the uh, showcase, though. That is for you to figure out and for you to get to. And I hope you guys enjoy it. I really do. Because, man oh man... It's a fun one. But anyway, let's shift gears and talk about universe mode the universe mode changed from uh, I believe 2k20 to 2k22 where it is now two separate mode, like two separate modes you go into the main universe mode you get to start a new one we'll say you start a new one you have two options classic which would be your sandbox and superstar mode Superstar mode is where you play through one superstar, whether it's a main roster talent, NXT talent, or a custom superstar, and you select a brand, or, you know, in classic mode, you set up your own show, you can set up your own shows or use the template they have laid out for you, which if you want to create a WWE versus WCW type of thing, you can do that. If you want to create SmackDown versus Raw and do kind of an early brand extension type of thing, you can do that. Or if you want to recreate the old the old wrestling calendars from the early, ni- late 80s, early 90s, I believe you can do that as well. Is it perfect? No. Uh, I honestly um with the curation menu for the superstar mode if you click I want a match and it's a pay per view and you already have a match they're going to put you in another match against a different superstar which I I hope that they improve upon us for the next game if they're the publishers where if they have the curation menu and you would say I want to create my own match and you're in a rivalry match Why not just put the, you know, the match you want to create with your rival? That would make sense to me, but that's just my opinion. So, it's one of those. I, uh, I just, uh, I kind of thought about it. I'm like, why, why did they put me in another match and not just put me? a match with my rival and then just make that the one match that I'm a part of. I don't know. It's it's me just trying to think here of like, okay, how can they improve the game? They can work on the curation menu in the the uh, Superstar Universe mode. Uh, the, I, I really can't think of much because it's a wrestling game. They use the same formula they've been using for a year and a half maybe it's not broken so they're not going to fix it if it's not broken don't fix it but if there are some things that you can improve upon do that but with that being said i think that'll be it for this week we will talk to you guys later bye bye.